Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. Today, I am excited to bring back Kim Butler. She was not only my coach at Strategic Coach for quite a few years when we were in Atlanta. Uh, now I'm in Chicago, but uh, you know she's someone that I've respected for years and still communicate with consistently and enjoy uh, learning from her and just uh, having someone that has been a mentor to me uh, as an entrepreneur. And you know, in her space with with finance, uh, that's that's the career she's really um, thrived in for for many years. And then that's what led her to become a uh, an associate coach. Uh, for strategic coach. Uh, and today we're going to really dive into personal finances and really discuss a lot of great information and a tool that you can use to actually uh, keep track of your personal finances and save. I think one of the big problems that we all run into, uh, no matter how much you make, I remember being in one of her workshops and someone had mentioned, uh, if it was not her, uh, and I think we chatted about it a little bit on this this interview was that uh, you know sometimes the the money problems are the same they just come in bigger zeros at the end there and so no matter where you're at personal finances can be tricky to to really track and plan ahead and we're going to discuss how you really can uh, save appropriately ahead of time and then be on track with your personal budget. And, and and it gets tricky, like we discussed, when you are potentially a practice owner as well. So some of you are a practice owner, some of you are not. And either way, it's hard. But then if you are a practice owner, it can get a, a little muddy there between business and personal finances. And so uh, we dive into personal finances only today and some strategies that you can implement in your life to to really thrive in that. And you know, I just think it's one of those things. I've seen it all too often, and frankly, I experienced it in the past when I was struggling in my personal finances. It really chipped away at my uh, bandwidth and my ability to be present with patients and make all the accurate decisions, taking the money concern out of it. When you when you're just constantly concerned about your finances, it seeps into everything you do: uh, patient care, team communication, decision making. And so I'm trying to help other chiropractors solve that part of it. And that way, then you are freed up to, to be a doctor and, and be fully committed and your, your bandwidth not being uh, eaten away at that stress of personal finances. And so this episode, we have a goal of that. And uh, Kim has a real life solution for you to start actually making the changes versus just talking about it. Before we dive into that interview, I want to mention, uh, you know, the Chiropractic Success Academy. We've had this going on since, believe it or not, July of 2018. So we're pulling up on our five-year anniversary, and we've had consistent growth. And as many know, with online academies and memberships, sometimes they launch and they do okay, and then they die. Uh, this is one of the rare few that had launched almost five years ago. Dr. Bobby Maybe and I launched it, and we've still been at it. Him and I. Uh, always trying to improve. And so we've launched a new platform. Uh, we've gone from Kajabi to Searchy, which really is a user-friendly platform. Kajabi was was really good too, 
But now this guy, this has search functions that are amazing. You can type in, you know, uh, MailChimp tags on my email list, and you'll and a lesson will pop up with that. And so it's super searchable, which is uh, you know part of the name Searchy, and it's organized really well. And we're excited about that. We've also launched a new membership works on that to track your membership better, and for you, it's more user friendly. And so we're continuing to improve that. And then something that uh, I'm particularly excited about over the last six months, I've been working on these CSA playbooks, which are essentially guides that also link to other lessons in the uh, CSA that you can then help build out your systems. You know, we can't, we never wanted to just do cookie cutter systems like, oh, this is how exactly you should do it for your office and try to scale that to every chiropractor, right? So a playbook is a guide that allows you to have information that will help you develop the actual system that's tailored for your practice, but the playbook is the guide to get there. And so we've got those for uh, associate hiring. We've got it for front desk, scaling your practice, uh, patient communication, community outreach. We have a lot of these different playbooks where you can then implement into your practice to actually have systems. And a lot of, you know, one of the things we always hear from chiropractors is when they reach out to us is, I want systems, I want systems, I want systems. Well, this is our a way of you actually doing that and it's not cookie cutter and it's tailored to your approach. So check us out at www.csacircle.com. It's month to month. It's really affordable and it's got a great Facebook community attached to it where we ask more uh, poignant questions in there. So check us out, csacircle.com and uh, you'll enter into the whole new platform and you have access to the playbook and everything else that goes along with the Chiropractic Success Academy. All right, without further ado, here's my interview with Kim Butler. All right, I'm excited to have Kim Butler on our show again. This is, uh, I think, the second time, but also has been very helpful in our virtual summits and uh, for, for quite a few years was my coach at Strategic Coach. Uh, but today we're going to dive into a, a little bit of a different topic, which is her main entrepreneurship uh, career. And so before we do that, talk, tell, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, personally, professionally, and then we'll ha have some fun together here. Sounds great, Kevin. Thank you so much. So I live in Mount Enterprise, Texas, which is a couple hours north of Houston. I help people all over the United States and uh, know how to refer help in Canada. And I am so grateful for the internet and the capabilities that we have with our technology today to be able to do that from our tiny, tiny little town that we live in. And uh, most of my work centers around the personal finance arena. It started with the whole life environment. I've been helping people with that for over 30 years. And it's been so interesting to me because the subject that we're going to talk about today, I literally wish I'd had the last 30 years and we just didn't have the technology for it. And it's so apropos to bring this to your community today because of the amazing good that it can do in the realm of personal finance, no matter what the person's situation is. I've got 22-year-old kids that have super thin cash flow all the way to very wealthy people with substantial amounts of cash flow, young people, old people that are benefiting from this creation that was done by a friend of mine. And I'm just so grateful. And I literally wish I could have had it the last 
30 years that I've been helping people in this personal finance area. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm excited to dive into it for sure. It's, I think it's a very apropos topic considering the times we're in because obviously inflation is something that is, is, is a struggle. And, you know, a lot of times we say for some of the people we coach, you know, there's some people that don't have an income problem. They have an outgo problem, right? Uh, and, and I know we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit, but personal finances is, is, is very tricky. And I think it, it's, it's very tricky for small business owners like most of our audience or future small business owners. A lot, of, a lot of chiropractors go down that route at some point. And there's a lot to maintain on the business side. There's a lot to maintain on the personal side. And, and something that I fell victim to maybe uh, seven years ago, and then I've talked to a lot of chiropractors that have, is, is their personal finances, unfortunately, start to outpace uh, what they can handle, and then they start kind of siphoning money from the business uh, to to try to fund that, and and then it puts the business in a vulnerable position, and it becomes a it becomes a real tough situation. Is that something that you see often as well? Absolutely, it happens because there's revenue in the business, and we feel it in our personal lives, even though it's not there yet, <laughs> and so it is really hard to try to keep the two separate and. Frankly, I'm very much looking forward to having this same capability that we're going to talk about today that is right now just for personal available for business because a, a business is a cash flow machine with expenses, just like our individual personal financial lives are income and expenses, cash flow machine and, and expenses. And so it is going to be so fun to be able to do the same thing that we're doing with individuals all over the country now personally with businesses. Yeah, that'll be a great little tie-in for sure. And, and you know, there are plenty of my audience that fall into the, uh, you know, they, they work for a chiropractic practice. We do have some sure. marketers that also listen that are working for companies. And so, you know, there's, a, there's typically a set income in that. And they're really only managing personal finances. And then obviously we have practice owners who are managing both. Uh, our, our topic today, like you mentioned, we're going to be discussing personal finances. So we'll, we'll leave the business side apart. I just wanted to make that uh, kind of connection there for some folks where you, you really, if you're a small business owner, you really got to get that personal down because you could really hurt the business. Obviously, um, if you're just a, you know, if you just have your personal finances to worry about and you run into the problem, then you start accruing debt. And I'm sure you see that quite a bit. Yes, credit card debt is on the rise and it's indicative that there is cash flow issues out of whack. And this structure can help get those back in line. So correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, we've got the inflation problem right now. Uh, but there's something I wanted to dive into, and, and that's something that you mentioned before, was these, this idea of lifestyle creep. And I, I'm assuming what happens a lot of times is as, as income goes up, uh, you know, your spending goes up. But then when you then get hit with inflation, now there's no wiggle room. And then that's when you build up debt. And then obviously, you're not really saving anything either, which is another problem we'll, we'll dive into. But talk to us a little bit about this lifestyle creep and, and what you're seeing with that. Right. So the term lifestyle creep is telling us that as our income rises, so do our expenses. And you can apply this kind of thinking to 
any subject that you want to make. You know, it, it could literally be at the beginning when you were just out of school or what have you, totally happy with a $3 hamburger. And now you want the $12 hamburger. At the beginning, you could play with golf balls bought at Walmart. And now you want, you know, Titleist Pro-V, da 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 whatever they are, for three and four times the price. So while, yes, inflation is causing prices to rise, our lifestyle desires are causing expenses to rise at a rate that is way greater than inflation. And so it's mm -hmm. lifestyle inflation or lifestyle creep. And the reason we use the creep word is it's really subtle. Like I'm just buying golf balls, right? I'm just going out for a hamburger. <laughs> and yet mm, there's massive difference in what the expenses do. Then you top that with the inflation that we're experiencing as we're recording this today in the middle of 23. And it is mind boggling what expenses can do in terms of literally just shooting right through the roof. Yeah, for sure. And, and I had a little story about that. A good buddy of mine is a chiropractor. Um, a few years ago, he was probably, you know, revenue of 750000 in the practice. And, and $1 million for a chiropractic practice is really, it's kind of been set as a, the holy grail. It's, it's definitely a great number for a chiropractic office. And he set that as a goal. And, and he hit that in, in 2022. And I actually texted him last week because we, we have a lot of good texts back and forth. And I said, um, how much less is your financial stress now that your practice is a million dollars versus 750? You know, and he kind of laughed. He's like, man, he's like, my car's a little bit nicer. Uh, you know, I got, I got the condo that we wanted, but I'm just as stressed as I was. And, you know, because ultimately that $250,000 difference, it goes towards some business overhead and then lifestyle, personal creep and the things that you were desired, like, you know, he wanted to make a million dollars because he wanted those things. And then he gets it, he gets those things. And now he's just as stressed out. <laughs> right. So uh, something that was eye, eye opening for me. Yeah, it's very true. And it is true at whatever the level is, right? Like you could just take zeros off that whole discussion and it's applicable to the person making 75,000 a year. And frankly, you could add zeros to the discussion and it's really no different. Cash flow issues do not go away. They just get bigger zeros on them. Yeah, exactly. And so let's dive into the psychology a little bit about that, because I know that plays such a, a big role. And I'd love to just hear some of your insights on it. So after helping people with their personal finances for over 30 years, I've seen that what we as human beings try to do with our money doesn't work. And most of us, if we just step back and acknowledge that what we try to do is we live our lives and try to save what's left over. So we spend first and we save second. And it doesn't work because there's literally, rarely money left over at the end of the month. Um, you, you remember the old joke when people had actual checkbooks and they would say like, what do you mean? I still have checks. What do you mean? I have no money. And now we have month, but we have no money. And again, it doesn't really matter where the zeros are. And because us as human beings and our normal approach to things is to try to save here at the end, we don't get results. Furthermore, budgeting, which is the typical financial planner's solution to the problem. Oh, you just need a budget. You need to follow a budget. That doesn't work either. I mean, if you ask people that are using 
Mint.com, you need a budget, personal capital, you know, all the various apps out there. They give you the capability to track your expenses, but that's not where the problem lies. Mm -hmm. The problem lies in the order of operations and in the way that, which is a part of the order, in the way that we are identifying what comes first and what comes second. And you remember from our time at Strategic Coach how valuable it is to turn around and measure our progress backwards. In other words, from where we are today to where we were, as opposed to trying to measure out in the future, which is what typical financial planning is. Typical financial planning, typical budgeting says next month, next year, over the next 30 years, what are you going to do out there in the future? And it's psychologically very disheartening because there's this huge gap. So strategic coach even uses the term gap in between where we are now and where we want to be in the future with our money. And whether that future is a month out or years out, like retirement and some of the typical things that people talk about with personal finance, very frustrating. Yeah. And, and I actually have another story, a good buddy of mine, not a chiropractor, but he does well. Um, I bet you him and I make about the same, whatever. And he's done pretty well with savings. He, he saves well, but, and he's 43 like I am. And he wants to retire at 55 and he's super stressed out about it because he's not on that path. But the problem he did is he gave himself such a short runway and he, and he has five kids, but <laughs> um, he's given himself such a short runway that it, even though he's on a phenomenal pace for, for his age, he doesn't feel like it because of the runway. Whereas for me, like changing my psychology a little bit, and that was helpful from a strategic coach was like, I really don't plan on retiring. Now, uh, you know, I won't, I probably won't have a chiropractic practice at some point. And I probably won't have this and that, but I'll always be doing something. And so I feel like my runway is uh, very good and, and longer. And so him and I are probably in the same net worth category, but I don't have a lot of stress around it because I feel like I'm doing all the right things. And there's a little bit of a runway there for me. Yeah. I can't impress upon your community enough to be conscious of the fact that when age 65 was chosen in the 1930s, life expectancy was 67. And so here we are today with just your normal healthy person easily going to live into their 80s and 90s. And a real healthy person, which a lot of chiropractors vary into health, easily going to live into 110, 120. We must adjust age 65. And if you do the math, we should be looking at age 87. Age yeah, 87 I, is the new 65. I agree. And I'm actually, uh, I'm very proud of my, my father. Um, he's 68, going on 69 this year. And he just stepped away from his, uh, I mean, he's had two, uh, he's worked for two companies and yeah. since 21 years old, right? A typical uh, age group where they just work for the company for a long time. And he finally kind of had enough of it. And, but he had started kind of his own side thing, same, similar type of industry and sales, same type of thing. And he had saved up some money through that. And he, you know, he was probably profiting a few thousand a month off that side business. And now he's doing that uh, only. He's kind of jumped into entrepreneurship at 68 years old. And 
love he's it. like, you know, I, I got another 25 years. Like, what am I going to do for 25 years? You know, right. I don't play golf or anything. So um, it, it is a reality where, uh, you know, it's, it, it'd be great to be financially free at a, at a younger age. Right. But uh, it's, it's great to still be doing stuff and earning. All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly slash propel mcm that is bit.ly bit.ly propel mcm modern chiropractic marketing right and so check out that link and we're going to have you go over five seo secrets to owning the first page of google uh, without buying ads and darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. Perfect. Um, I had a couple questions for you. What you, you talked about savings. Uh, what is a good savings rate for someone, you know, in their personal, you know, savings there? Like how much each month of their income, what percentage? What would you recommend for that? Well, I think for years and years, financial planner people have talked about 10%. It's really not enough. You really need to be saving 20% of your net income. I have some clients that are saving 20% of their gross income. And obviously, as a business owner, sometimes that's a hard number to even get their hands on, which is one of the aspects of what we're going to talk about today that is so valuable is it really dials in that number and helps you. Mm -hmm. So 20% of income, net or gross, that's really where the goal is. And Mm -hmm. if you're already there, great. We can talk about the good places to store that savings. So saving is a verb, the act of putting the money away every month, but savings also a noun, like where do you store it? And at some point, tell me when it's right. I want to talk about that order of operations that I mentioned because so many people do have it backwards. I would love that. I just got one follow-up quick one on this topic is obviously if someone's got a 401k through their business and you're like, you're putting away say 10%, that would count towards that 20%, right? Absolutely. Uh, What about, what about if the company matches say up to 4%, does that 4% also count? No, (laughs) that's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. The match money from your employer is match money from your employer. It really should not be included in your own goal of saving 20% of your income. Perfect. All right. Now let's talk about what you were just mentioning. That would be a great segue. So so I'd hinted earlier that where our challenge lies as human beings and where our psychology is also is this order of operations where we try to spend what we need and then save what's left over. And we're constantly looking forward, trying to figure it out. If we will reverse that and save first and measure backwards, we will get better results. So what I mean by that is if you can develop a structure, and of course, this is our main conversation today, we have a structure whereby 
your income goes into an account that is for savings first. So you save first as a verb, and then you spend. You do not have to budget. And now you're going to be measuring backwards, which is so much more motivating and will help you build so much more momentum when you're measuring backwards because you can really see the results. They're very concrete. But this occurs only if we save first. And if we think about it, our grandparents talked about this all the time, pay yourself first or save first. And this is what our structure really forces people to do. It flips that order of operations so that the savings occurs first and then the spending occurs and it gets better results. Okay. And so is there different checking accounts for this, uh, how this works? Yes. So what we recommend is a structure called currents. So if people are watching on the video, I have kind of an unusual word. You know, the cool thing in technology these days is to make up a word. <laughs> yeah. So um, the word is currents, C-U-R-R-E-N-C-E, and it is an app plus an account whereby your income is deposited into the checking account. And yes, it is just a regular checking account. However, it earns interest. It is at a 100 plus year old FDIC insured bank. Very That's important. That's important. Important nowadays, right? <laughs> With $2 million of FDIC coverage and a very, very wide depositor base. So it's not a bank that has just a few companies or anything like some of the problems that we've seen just previous to our recording time. So again, the money, your income, the money goes into the checking account and then that checking account pays your regular checking account that you already own and have in control right now where all of your bills are. So gotcha. there's just two checking accounts. You're going to own and control both of them. One's the one that you already have where all your bills are and your automated deposits and things are set. Mm -hmm. Move those deposits up into the higher level checking account whereby you can pay yourself first. And then let your regular checking account keep paying the bills. And I can see how that, going back to the psychology of things, is really helpful because it's a filter to where, all right, the money's going into there and then you're transferring the rest, your expense money into a, another account and that's taken out. And I could see how that could that flip can really help out psychologically. Yeah, we spend and live our lives out of our checking accounts. And so if there's only a certain amount of money in there every month, then that's what we will spend. And so that drives that savings behavior. And like I said, you start to see the momentum of the current checking account start to rise. And then here's the second part of the structure, and that is an app. So on your phone, you have a literal reservoir that is being filled up. You can see the water level rising. Mm -hmm. You have a personalized target level that you are shooting for. And then once you get that target level, first of all, you know, literally like the Amazon buy button gives us dopamine. Well, looking at your current reservoir and its growth gives us dopamine. It's literally the same physiological reaction. And we get excited by that. And so we're, we're driven really to make that happen quicker. 
And then once you succeed getting the target, which basically is your emergency money, yep. then yep. you're excited to build the next step. So what is it? Is it your next 50 grand to do maybe another business purchase or another investment or whatever it is? Is it an extra 20 grand to go on a nice family vacation? You know, whatever the thing is that you're working for, yep. the momentum of measuring backwards and the progress of that account rising give us a lot of momentum and motivation as human beings. And we get the good results of that as opposed to the not so good results of trying to budget. Yeah. And then I go going back to the psychology part of it too, with the lifestyle creep aspect, now you're looking at your operating account and maybe that, you know, if your income increases, that expense account goes. So yeah, you can probably um, increase your expenses a little bit to match that because you're getting that 20% of the savings is already taken out and already factored in. So you're not looking at the, the full number and creeping up to that and then no savings happening. Correct. It is amazing what the intentionality does when you now have some extra income and you can purposely choose, hey, we're in high inflation. I need a little more money dripped down into my checking account to live. Or no, I'm good. I like my lifestyle where it is. Let's allocate that money for the next vacation or the next investment or the next opportunity that I want to have. Yeah, perfect. I love it. You could divvy that out however you want. And then uh, a question I have, just your your opinion on, I know there's probably a lot of different ways to slice it, but I'm sure a lot of people run into issues where they they do a lot of things on their credit card. And, you know, They're trying to get a points. They're trying to do all that. Um, and so now the operating account has... Okay, yeah, the savings has been taken out the twenty percent. Now your operating account has that, but that credit card bill comes and it's six thousand dollars, and you really only have four thousand dollars to pay it. Now you're two thousand in, in credit card debt. What's your strategy to help people out with that? I mean, is it just to cut the credit card in pieces, or <laughs> where are you at on that? Well, for a lot of people, their average credit card is actually the six thousand, and so that means that we need to have that amount of money dripped into that checking account so that you can pay the bills all the time. Now, if it is truly an anomaly and it's one month that is for whatever reason two k higher, then you can just go right on the app into your current reservoir, which is what your emergency fund is for drop yep. that 2K into your checking account and pay your bill on your credit card. And so the app will tell you like, hey, this is what we called a baseline deviation. Like your baseline, let's just pretend everything was on the credit card for a minute. Mm -hmm. Your baseline had been four grand. Now you got a six grand deal like this, the baseline deviation. This may affect your goals. Are you sure you want to have that happen? And so you can say, yes, I like, I get it. And I have to solve this problem. Done. The money's dropped into your checking account to pay that bill immediately. Nevertheless, it still helps because it is alerting you. It's saying like, hello, you, you know, think about this. Is this what you want to do? And maybe that helps. Now, is it, if the alternate problem is there, like it's, you're hoping 4K, but it's actually 6K and it's 6K every single month, even though you say that it should be 4K. That's a different set of issues. And so that has to definitely get looked at and somebody needs to help someone go through and maybe make some decisions around values. And I will admit to you, that's not my area of expertise, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. most people, once they see the currents and the motivation of it building, it will naturally let those things that are 
being expensed that are not really, really critical to their lives fall off the table yep. because they'll be so excited and so motivated by having that reservoir build. Yeah, no, that's great. And I'm sure you could change the percentages in the oh, app yeah. where you can make it like 25, 30 percent. And uh, I, I guess a pretty good strategy would be is like make sure you have your 20 percent for savings and maybe you decide let's do an extra 5 percent for, a, you know, some kind of sinking fund or whatever. To, yep. Or to tithing some of the, or yeah, taxes, tithe. fill in the blank. OK, perfect. So you could just do that and then maybe on the app, it kind of teases that out as well. You could categorize it as tithing or taxes. So, so no, the app is not designed for any delineation of expenses. Yeah. App is designed to drive savings behavior. All of that delineation of expenses you want down at your checking account level. Yep. The reservoir, however, if you said hmm. I I need 50k for my emergencies and then I want an extra 20k for my vacation and then I want an extra, you know, fill in the blank then yes, that can happen. And in the app, you actually have dollar uh, or account lines, I should say, for savings accounts versus spending accounts so that those yep. are clear. Perfect. And then I'm like, I use a, a Google sheet where I track the different things. Okay. Out of this money in this is like uh, property taxes for this or uh, you know, a vacation for that birthday. Like we have a whole birthday Christmas fun because it, sure. it adds up. <laughs> and so I tease it out that way on on a spreadsheet just to say, okay, yeah, there's 10,000 in this one account, but it's not just for one thing. It's five different things or something. Right. So. Perfect. Okay. Is there anything else about the app that you you want our audience to to hear about? I mean, it sounds like it's something that could really solve the fundamental problems that people are having in their personal sure. uh, situation there because you know a lot of times it's it's not the income it's what's going out and this is going to help with that i know there are certain situations where it is the income uh you know in, in certain uh, parts of the world or whatever there's, there's definitely an income issue but in a lot of ways it's just getting your mind wrapped around the expenses and and going from there so what are some other things about the app you'd like to share well it is by invitation only it mm -hmm. comes with an app and an account, as we've identified. And so your community has a link in the show notes from today's conversation where they can reach out to me if they want to be invited in. And mm -hmm. it's designed to have that coach or guide come along with it because sometimes we just do need that little bit of extra help. Yep. And it is for United States people only. It's for 18 years and older. Mm -hmm. And it is actually brand new branding. So if people go to the app and they're looking like for reviews on their Google Play Store or the Apple mm -hmm. Store, it's important to know that it is brand new. However, yep. it has five years of history under another name that have given us the results. So everything is tracked. That and, and everything's tracked holistically, not at an individual level. Mm -hmm. The community, there's about 5,000 people that are using the older version. Mm -hmm. On average, they are saving 38% of their income. <laughs> I guess I could imagine it, it starts to, it's like a gamification in a sense where totally. it's like, oh, let's do, instead of 20, let's do 25, let's do 27. 
And then they really start to rewire that programming of the psychology and the lifestyle creep of things. Right. Interesting. Yep. It's super cool to see the progress being made. And like I said, the motivation and momentum that people build because of that good result of measuring backwards. And people really feel uh, in control. You know, I talk about it as a cash flow control. Yeah. And it's fun to watch it happen. Well, that's great. And yeah, the link is actually prosperitythinkers.com forward slash Kevin. And you can access that. And that'll be in the show notes. And you can uh, watch a short little video on there. You can fill out and then your team will will help them get going. Correct. Perfect. Lots of well, the, yeah, this is great. You know, it's just so, it's so needed. It was needed before inflation. <laughs> and I'm sure obviously it was going on. And, and now it's, it's, it's just a double whammy. And, and I know I've struggled with the, the lifestyle creep and just the, the personal budgeting things, uh, you know, and I've, and I said, like I mentioned in the past, and you know, I, I've done that where I've kind of, you know, robbed from Peter to pay Paul in a sense. And we want to get away from that. And this is to, you know, especially, you know, the younger you are, the better, right. To, to get this yes. kind of thing going. I wish I knew yes. this stuff back when I was in my twenties. Me too. I love catching 22, 23 year old kids that are just getting into their first job and literally don't put your paycheck in your checking account. Put it in the current account. Pay yourself first. Then you can spend what's left over. It is mind-boggling the difference that will make. Yeah, it's huge. So, well, thank you so much for your time. This was really, really good information. And also, it's just a fabulous resource that people can actually implement and, and do this. And, and it really could change their lives. So I, I really appreciate your your hard efforts in this. Because I know it's not easy to, to, to put together things like this and, and to be uh, creative to, to really change behavior. And that's what it sounds like this is doing. And I'm excited to, to see some of the results. Well, thanks, Kevin. Always a joy talking with you. You too. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos. We help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us, we produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels. We also take them and we turn it into one good blog per month. And every other month, we have Darcy Sullivan producing a robust blog with a topic that you pick from her database to help with your SEO. So we essentially become your content marketing agency to make sure your practice is always having ethical, elegant content marketing to help grow your practice. On the coaching side, we also help you with everything from marketing ideas to business, communications, finances, anything practice growth and really try to help prevent you from being stuck on that island. And we hold you accountable. We have a great group of doctors that are just doing amazing things. And we look forward to help you out to take that next step in your practice. So again, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com and learn more.